hello hello welcome to the fourth episode of the healing hippie witch podcast by me hj renee today we're going to talk a little bit about deities how they present themselves to you and show you signs that they want to work with you anywhere from setting up things on your altar having separate altars and doing like little celebrations for them and so on then we're going to talk about how to balance life between work, social life, parenting, um, doing your witchcraft things, and everything in between. Super excited that you guys are here and can't wait to hang out with you guys. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. Super excited to have you here as always. Today we are going to talk about divination and deities um, and, you know, how they call out to you. Oh my goodness, excuse me. How they show signs that they are wanting to work with you and things that you can kind of do for them in honor of them and kind of celebrations. Um, deity that is, you know, a god or a goddess that is, you know, trying to reach out to you, um, a creator or supreme being, and divination is the practice of seeking knowledge and wanting to know further information, um, oh my goodness, I'm so sorry, I guess I'm super tired today. Um, just wanting to be able to know more information on this specific deity and how you can kind of be able to, um, work with them. I know in the first podcast or first episode, I talked about how, um, Freya, she kind of, um, made herself aware or not made herself aware, made me aware of her in showing different things on how to like be able to know that she's there um freya is um a part of the norse uh, mythology and she is the goddess of love oh my goodness i'm so sorry um goddess of love and um she was based off like research that I have done about Freya um and please correct me if I'm wrong I'm just going based on what I have researched um Freya is you know a divine witch she um became the queen of witches and even led the witches on their sabbat sabbat fly across the sky um in Germany and things that she embodies um she's very passionate she's a very beautiful deity she rules over all the aspects of love um and then but she is also um has a dominion over war and death um you know she I'm 
sorry, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> she is depicted as a beautiful nude woman emerging bloody and triumphant on the battlefield, um, basically taking people to where they need to be. Um, they say that she is the goddess that straddled the line between good and bad, dark and light, love and war, birth and death um, for the Norse mythology. And um, the signs that I had of her calling to me, I had dreams of her. I seen um, a rune for the word love. I seen that. Um, I drew the rune um, multiple times. I even did it like taking a shower. I did it on like the door after oh my goodness after the steam i could be able to like make shapes and stuff i i drew that rune on the door um i had dreams of her i would see she was a beautiful woman she had long um, brown hair pulled back lots of braids um she also um her animal that is associated with her is cats um, I would see cats all the time. I've been really, really wanting a cat. And thankfully, we um, adopted a cat for Christmas. Um, and we named her Freya. Um, her name is Freya Rose. And we absolutely love her. She, She's a mouthy cat. She <laughs> definitely will let you know when she's ready to eat. Um, but we love her and love all of her cuddles. Um... Other things that can kind of um, be brought to um, that Freya wants to work with you. Um, if you just see her name randomly. Um, oh my gosh. I yawn again. Oh, again, so sorry. <laughs> you start seeing cats everywhere, ladybugs. Um, you hear her name. You see her name. Um, I know on TikTok a lot of the times which I'll get to another deity, um, Hecate or Hecate, um, however you may pronounce that. We'll get to that in a little bit. Um, seeing a lot of TikToks that are of certain deities or um, things that this certain deity um, does or is. And um, those are some of the things that, you know, can kind of happen when a deity is wanting to um to bring themselves to light for you um herbs that are um related to freya is primrose mugwort flax and apples we keep apples at the house all the time both green and red we do not discriminate <laughs> um animals associated with her cats ladybugs boars horses offerings mead jewelry pure perfume perfume and honey um those are kind of things that um you may want to um like you could put some of those things um obviously you can't keep ladybugs or anything on your altar um you can keep perfume maybe a little enclosed um jar of honey mead in an enclosed jar you could have that um, some ways to work with Freya, um, you could have like a sacred space, um, or you could have a whole altar, um, dedicated just to Freya, 
um, things to put on your altar, candles, incense, offering bowls or cups, um, runes that are associated with her as like the um, love rune. You could definitely have like, um, maybe you could draw on a piece of paper or you can um, actually get like a little rock and draw a rune on it, have that at your altar space. Um, images, you can do images of cats or boars or ladybugs, whatever your heart desires. Um, I have dried flowers on mine, um, and like, um, they're just kind of bundled together with string and they're just hanging out on the altar. Um, I keep, um, I also keep water at my altar too. Um, I have a couple different altars for different people. Um, that's a good way to kind of dedicate to Freya offerings. Um, at, like I was saying, the honey and mead and flowers, you could do, um, offerings as, as, um, you could do those as offerings. Um, you could have like a little perfume, um, bottle on your altar as well. Um, learning runes is definitely a good thing too, to kind of figure out what is being said or what is kind of um, like if you see different runes you can try and be able to figure out what they are so learning the rune alphabet is definitely um, beneficial um, I'm so sorry if you heard my belly growl it's really loud um, but definitely um, learning the rune alphabet and learning um, different words um, that you could be able to have you could have those on your altar as well that's definitely beneficial too um moon magic i i do a lot of moon magic and moon cycles and learning about the waning phases and the waxing phases the new moon and dark moon or also the full moon everybody talks about the full moon all the time oh it must be a full moon people are acting crazy Yes, moon definitely affects every living being and it's it's crazy how much it does affect. Um, I love the moon magic book. I've talked about that before. I base a lot of my moon meditation or um, moon rituals from my moon magic book. I absolutely love it. It has different things in it to kind of help you um, figure out what you need or what you need to say or little things um, to kind of help you with moon magic or your moon rituals or meditations. Um, connect with the moon and its phases. Start to track your habits and um, see how you personally are affected by the moon and trying to figure out, you know, oh, well my body does this on this type of moon phase or my attitude is this way on this moon phase um i also have like a period tracker tmi maybe for some people but i have a period tracker that is specifically lined with the moon phases and tells me what phase my period is or my menstrual cycle menstrual cycle is with the moon phases um, 
Freya is heavily associated with moon magic. So that is one thing that I absolutely love doing. Um, growing plants for Freya. Um, you, I know this year I'm going to be starting some gardening and having different foods and different herbs in my garden so I can do primrose flowers do some mugwort mugwort you can do a lot of um urbanism urbanism herbalism things with mugwort you can do holly I have some holly bushes at my house um hemp or flax those are a couple other things that you can do and um you know grow at your home um, you can use like you can use a lot of herbs and spices for different charms and different spells and different rituals you can also make different um, oils or like um, you can kind of associate different herbs into like roll-on oils that you can put on your body or just have at your altar period that's really good things to do um, Friday, um, Fridays are Freya's day. Um, so Friday the 13th, we literally just had a Friday, Friday the 13th, um, on this new year. So I did do a ritual for Freya, um, specifically for her on Friday the 13th. And I dedicated that day towards her. And that day I really, you know, thought positive and woke up. I am thankful um, everything always works out for me. I, you know, little things that I did that day were really, um, shown me that, you know, I'm okay. Things are working out in my favor. You know, I did my end of the day ritual for her, um, to let her know, you know, this day was your day and it's the 13th and, you know, being able to, you know, dedicate that to her, which 13 also, there's 13 lunar cycles, 13 moon cycles. Um, so that is, it really ties in together with Freya. Um, you could do dinners for Freya. Um, she is mostly associated with apples. Again, honey, pork, and barley. Um, save, you know, a couple glasses for um, Freya, like of mead or an ale. Adopt a cat. I just adopted a cat and love her with every part of my being. Um, rituals, journeying, that also helps, you know, kind of ground yourself. But also kind of be able to know that when you're journaling, you're thinking of Freya and being able to kind of dedicate your journaling to her. It doesn't necessarily have to be about her, but, you know, just thinking about her while you're journaling and everything. Um, and yeah, that's all, you know, from like researching in my own, um, things that I do when I'm thinking about Freya or working with Freya and just being able to have that certain, um, sacred place for her. Um, another, um, deity that I work with, um, is Odin. Um, Odin is, um, the all-father. He, you know, um, sorry, brain thought, brain fart, brain thought, ugh. Um, Odin's breath equals life, um, and 
what is Odin the god of. He, you know, is complex and he, you know, would expect um, from, he wouldn't expect you to do everything, but he would like to um, teach, you know, how to be a warrior, kind of stick up for yourself, um, you know, be able to, in one of my earlier podcasts, be able to say no, be able to stand up for yourself and set those boundaries. Um, he, you know, kind of be your own individual self and be able to, you know, have separation from everything and be able to, um, oh goodness, be able to, um, oh my gosh, be able to be your own self, not be a follower, be a leader, you know, let the world know that, you know, you are still going to be yourself as you are and you're going to, you know, be that weird person, person, um, be that weird person and, you know, just love yourself and don't try and be like other people. Um, try and master different, um, different things in your life to try and be, um, Oh, my Atlanta, I keep having brain farts. Just kind of, you know, be with yourself and be one with yourself and everything. Um, usually some things that are associated with Odin is wisdom, inspiration, magic, the dead, self-empowerment. Oh, the self-empowerment. Um, transformation, shape-shifting, leadership, academia, travel, um, shape-shifting. Um, uh, Loki, he shape-shifts. He's also another deity that I work with, but we'll get into him in a little bit. Um, there's um, dedicated altar space for... I do not have a dedicated altar space for Odin. I do put um, some things on Freya's altar space that represent Odin. Um, they're both in the Norse mythology along with... Um, Loki and Thor, um, being able to, like, have little things, again, beer, mead, ale, um, I do have some other ruins that are, um, associated with him, or a raven, a crow feather, a horseshoe, I actually have a horseshoe in my car, um, that is also a sign for good luck, and, uh, being able to bring luck to you, um, you can do like pictures of a wolf or a paw print and um offerings for him back to the beer mead um tobacco blood red meat especially the wild game like i know eventually i want to um go back to hunting and be able to provide for um, meat for my family such as like deer turkey I know we typically have a um, cattle we have a um, cow slaughtered to be able to have meat um, in our deep freeze to be able to kind of provide for all of us for the year and so um, other things that is 
associated with Odin is the number nine. Um, he also um, typically gets celebrated on April 15th, known as, I know I'm going to say it wrong, Sigurblot, um, S-I-G-R-B-L-O-T, um, also the first day of summer, um, when it typically for the Norse is to make sacrifice to Odin for the victory in the coming um, summer battles. April 22nd, I know I'm also going to say this word wrong, is, I'm not even going to try to pronounce it, Y-G-G-D-R-A-S-I-L, um, I don't want to be disrespectful, um, that's the day when trees are honored, and since Odin hung from that word, honoring him on this day is also recommended, um, and then October 31st, also known as Halloween, or the Witch's New Year, um, as talked about in the previous episode was known as the last um, shift, which is the last day of harvest and was dedicated to Odin um, and his dead. Um, Odin um, typically Wednesday is the Odin's day, um, is a day of Mercury and in Norse the name Wan, uh, oh, I know I'm saying this so wrong, um, Wadnaz. W-O-D-A-N-A-C, which translates um, to mean Germanic Mercury. Um, any magic performed on a Wednesday where Odin is called upon to aid particularly. Um, and yeah, that's really it for Odin. Um, I don't... I don't really work with Odin much. I work more so with Freya. And um, I also started working with um, um, Hecate. So, Hecate. Here lately, I have been seeing so many TikToks and numbers and... Um, I'll get the ringing in my ear and it's always every time I see like a TikTok about her and so I'm like okay if this is if this is who I'm also supposed to work with um, then I'll get a sign well I had like five signs in ten minutes so I'm like okay fine so I know a lot of people they say you know if Hecate wants to work with you, you're gonna really go on a roller coaster and you kinda have to prepare yourself for it because it's not gonna be easy sometimes and it's gonna be hard, but you're gonna be able to get through it and you're gonna come out on the other side. Usually, <clears throat> so Hecate is a Greek goddess. I'm used to working with Norse um, gods and goddesses, so this is very new for me. Um, she's a magic of life um, and death and herbalism mysteries and so much more. Um, I don't want to say she's exactly like Freya, but in some of the same mannerisms, she kind of is like Freya. Um, but I know they are totally two different people. They, you know, they do different things and I mean, they, they are their own person. Um... I know people consider her the triple goddess. Her domain is life, death, and rebirth. 
that's kind of where the roller coaster comes from and trying to you know go through the good the bad and go through the ugly um, um, many say that she's a dark goddess but it kind of goes about how you perceive a person um, she's both light and dark the roller coaster again you know you have to roll with the punches and kind of go with the flow and find yourself and go through the evil to get to the good um, usually things that are associated with her um, herbs garlic mugwort lavender rue animals dog serpent a polecat I have no idea what a polecat is but it's there a mare offerings you can do red wine mead red meat eggs um and um usually if she is going to present herself to you some of these i did not have um when she was presenting herself to me but the number 13 um if you hear dogs howling at nighttime um hecate symbols are kind of repeating the key crossroads torch dagger hecate's wheel um if you're drawn to graveyards or cemeteries if you've had a spirit spiritual experience either positive or terrifying um at a crossroads in the woods you're new um quote unquote a baby witch i don't like that term but i'm just a new witch that's fine um usually hecate comes to people um you know in the beginning of their craft when they're pregnant or when they're dying um, if you're seeing white dogs, either in real life or on TV, movie, what have you. Um, if you love working with animals, in particular, back to the dogs. Um, um, you're born under the dark moon or on Hecate night. So I looked up and I was not born under a dark moon. So that is irrelevant to mine. Um... But if you were born under the dark moon and she's calling out to you, you know, definitely see what she's about. Um, spirits communicate with you and have your entire life. I have not had that experience, but um, since I've been, you know, more so in my adult years, it's been happening a whole lot more. Um, different ways to work with her. Um, I know a lot of people call her Hecate, Hecate. Um, those are kind of you could go either or um have a altar dedicated to her um i'm still trying to learn about her before i actually work with her um this is all again just based on research that i've done um to um alter um have a key a cauldron a knife a broom dog figurines um, decorations with stars and moons and anything with the colors black and red um definitely have offerings um of you know you can do um, pomegranates lavender dishes and garlic or date palms eggs honey breads and sweets that are crescent shaped at, like the moon candle flame and incense um usually i could say um from what i've read intangible offerings like paintings poetry songs dance prayer chanting um whatever you really enjoy doing like if you want to sing in your car you know dedicate singing and dancing in your car to her 
um, or, you know, while you're doing your chores at the house, you know, just kind of dance and sing to your music as loud as you can and kind of go from there. Um, I do have a dog and ever since learning about Hecate and learning more about her, um, my dog has been more more present around me and wanting to be more around me and she's a very very lovable dog she's very sweet um and let's see studying studying about herbs and everything um which I also have been doing this for the past couple of months um learning about herbs and learning about certain types of tinctures that you can do with herbs, um, making tonics and stuff with herbs and all that sorts of stuff. Um, dark moon rituals, going back to being born under the dark moon. If you were, if you're not like me, that's okay. Um, just learn about the dark moon because I know the dark moon usually happens around the new moon. Um, there's that little window of when it happens. Um, if you feel inclined to it, spiritual work or spirit work in a cemetery, um, I personally, I, I am drawn to cemeteries, but I would not do cemetery work or spiritual work in a cemetery. Um, but that's just me. Everybody has their own different preferences. Um, you can leave like offerings by your door outside or inside for her um just to know let her know that hey you know this is for you I've laid it out for you and you know let her let her let it be known that you know you have that out there ready for her or inside your house ready for her um her allies um Medea not the um, comedic Medea, M-E-D-E-A, Circle, Cybele, Artemis, Diana, Persephone, Demeter. Um, you're not necessarily cheating on Hecate, but you're kind of bringing in other forces to be able to help um, with your Hecate work. Um, doing things in 13, there are 13 moon lunar cycles um, women, we have 13 cycles, um, throughout the year, menstrual magic, again, that I prefer not to do menstrual magic, I don't like my menstrual, so I kind of stay away from that, but if you were to have sex with your partner, that, um, from what I have read, can also be a form of menstrual magic if you are on your menstrual, um, at that time. Um, there is a sacred tea in honor for her, um, black tea with peppermint, lavender, honey. Um, I have not tried this, but I do plan on it. Um, I have heard it is really, really good. Um, but I'll, you know, I'll try that at a later time and see how I like it. And, you know, if I like it, then, you know, I'll be able to drink that when I'm, you know, doing Hecate work or anything of that sort or doing dark moon rituals and can be able to drink that tea and, you know, be able to um, honor her 
at the same time as replenishing my body with um, tea and natural ingredients. Now that I've talked about working with deities, let's kind of switch it over to finding or trying to find the balance between work and home life. Um, some days it's hard as hell, um, especially, you know, if you work, um, Monday through Friday, eight to five, you know, some days can be really stressful and you kind of take that stress with you home or if home life is stressful, um, it can really be hard to transition from home life to work life and work life to home life. Um, cause I mean, you are only one person and you try your best to be able to separate the two from each other and being able to kind of separate mom life from being a wife too. Um, some days that gets hard, but you have to try and find that sweet time to be able to, you know, spend time with your kiddos and have that time dedicated to them and playing with them or helping them with homework and then you know being a wife too and you know making sure that needs are met um and making sure that you are you know showing your significant other or partner um that attention that you know they kind of deserve too and you know, being, being present and in the now. And I know we all have our phones and always taking pictures and always, you know, just trying to savor that time, but also be in the moment. Um, I know it's a lot easier said than done. I have way too many pictures on my phone to, um, to account for that, but you know, just trying to be able to find that that balance between the two is hard sometimes um or the three home life being a wife being a um parent uh, or even being a dog mom if you don't have any children or a cat mom you know if you don't have a dog it's you know you want to try and be able to find that time i know with you know, if things aren't going well at home, then you you try not to bring the so on, uh, not the so on, um, like you don't, oh my goodness, I can't spit it out. You try not to bring that bad attitude to work with you and portray it like on any of your coworkers or um, your boss, that frustration, kind of leave it at the door and just be able to you know, separate your, your home life from your work life. Um, I know there's some days where I had a sucky ass work day. People were getting on my nerves. Things weren't going right. Everything was going wrong. I, you know, I wasn't paying attention to certain things or, you know, I just, everything was bam, bam, bam. And it's, it's really hard to, have that work frustration and be able to not bring it home sometimes um I use essential oils a lot so I have what's called liquid Xanax 
it's just a carrier oil i believe it's jojoba oil um with different types of essential oils and you know i know one of the main ingredients that i smell right off the bat is eucalyptus um eucalyptus really really kind of grounds me and helps me you know take a deep breath slow your row calm it down and then attack what you need to do don't you know don't be so invested in that anger that you can't be able to control it and be able to do your next task um i also have that you know on hand at work and at home to be able to know like just take a step back take a breather and everything is going to be fine um i always tell my kids you know think positive get positive think negative you're going to get negative and i feel like that is so 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 true um it's you know if you are always thinking negative you're having negative thoughts you you know everything's going terrible you know yeah things are going to stay being terrible because you have a bad attitude and you're thinking negatively and you're not taking a step back looking at the bigger picture and be like oh maybe i need to knock my shit breathe and go about my business to be able to make sure that this you know has a positive outcome um i also do that at home as well that way i can kind of leave my emotions where they're at and be able to move forward be able to move forward and not you know have those negative um vibrations come along with me Um, because nobody wants to be around that all the time not at all um i know when um my daughter she does softball so you know i always tell her think positive get positive you think negative during your game you're gonna be you're gonna play like shit you're not gonna do what you you know you need to do you're not gonna catch the balls and you know she always looks at me and she points to her head i know that means think positive and she gives me you know the thumbs up like gun thing think positive get positive and when that happens she plays phenomenal she catches every single ball that's thrown her way she hits the ball out into the outfield and you know sometimes she'll get a home run sometimes she'll make it to second base but she thought positive and she got positive outcomes which I you know I kind of instill into my children that way you know they have those thoughts and everything um I know it's okay to also like be friends with your co-workers um it's okay I think that's a definite big positive to be friends with some of your co-workers and if you're not that's okay too I mean you really don't go to work to make friends you go to work to go to work and be able to help you know your co-workers throughout the day to be able to get the day done and if you become friends with them that is amazing I know I'm a couple I'm friends with a couple of girls I work with and they make the day go by so much quicker you know we're hey you good hey you good do you need me to help do you need me to do this um and you know it makes the day go by so much quicker just being able to um you know help each other out and everything and you know then you go home with a good attitude um but you leave kind of the work stuff still at work and i think it's a really healthy balance between the two 
um, some days are really hard, really, really hard, but, I mean, overall, you know, it's, it's okay to combine the two sometimes, but, you know, try and make sure that, you know, work is work and home and home, and be able to spread yourself out, but don't spread yourself out to where it's so thin that you can't function or you can't be able to do what you need to do to be able to get through the day um you know it's make sure you have that good attitude and I think you know anything is possible at that point and you know being able to make sure yourself you're you're grounded and you're able to you know again take a step back and just you know set those vibrations high for the day and you know you should be able to get through that day with no no problems and you know be able to help yourself help other people to help you and I think it's I think it's a a really good thing to do and to kind of have that mindset to be able to get you through your days. Thank you guys for hanging out with me and listening to this podcast. This episode is a little longer than my other ones, um, which is totally okay with me. But um, I would love to hear your guys' feedback definitely leave reviews that way I can see what I can work on or what you would like to hear me talk about next um I also have a private Facebook group the healing or healing hippie witch slash podcast slash podcast um it is private so if you're worried about you know family members or friends seeing it well they won't unless they are a part of the group Um, I do have Twitter. I don't get on Twitter a lot because I don't know how to Twitter. Um, That is HealingHippieWP. And then I do have an Instagram, HealingHippieWitch. You can follow me on there. And yeah, again, I would love to hear your feedback and see what your thoughts are and see what I can do better. Again, happy to have you guys here, and I can't wait for the next episode.